Good evening and greetings to your listeners as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spuses. Well, good. Good evening, my brother and uh, the colleague uh, and the listeners as well. Yes, yes. Thank you very much for taking time out to join us. Zanela Mangale Ngawe, and uh, thank you once again for taking time to join us. Uh, I think many South Africans would have seen uh, your uh, manifesto launch, which uh, happened, uh, I think, two weekends ago. I stand to be corrected. Uh, but uh, many of the things that I want us to discuss today, uh, you uh, had uh, revealed to the public uh, during that particular moment. And uh, I want us maybe to start on this question, because I guess the name of your organization says it all. I mean, uh, giving land to the landless and the municipal land to the churches and stopping all evictions of the poor and uh, ending service cutoffs. Uh, so it seems a big part of, um, I guess, your, your electoral promise yeah. is around this land question. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good evening. Um, as you have said, I am the deputy president of Lexus. Lexus, um, the nation would know that the president of this organization is Comrade uh, Andilem Ngatama. In fact, we were the, one of the first political parties in the country to launch our elections manifesto. It was on the 15th of May this year. Um, what the SABC felt that time, they could not cover our event. The SABC event that, that the broadcaster was able to cover, as you referenced two weeks back, mm. was the gathering of Lexus Landfest, where we were simply introducing to community and to the nation our mayoral candidates, uh, particularly for the Gauteng uh, province. Mm. We do have an election manifesto. We don't call it an election manifesto. We refer to it as a 15-point plan to fix uh, local uh, government. Uh, we are more than convinced as Black First Landfest that the only way really uh, that black people can change their lives is if in these elections, the most contested elections, they change their vote. Because we have seen really that for 27 years, since 1994, clearly the voting patterns, the voting patterns of our people have been wrong because our people today, 27 years into democracy, they don't have water. They are without the land. They are unemployed. Our people are hungry, and more than half of the population lives in abject poverty. So really, the tone of our election battle plan is to say that South Africa, we know it's a rich country. We know we are rich in, in, in mineral wealth, but there is a big contradiction where we are also the most unequal society in the country. Mm. So we, in the whole world, in fact, so we say as leftists, with this 15-point plan, implemented fully, we can commit ourselves to halving um, uh, youth unemployment in particular uh, in the next five years. And we propose ways to do this, such as make passing by laws, compelling by law, our own municipalities mm. and measures to hire a, a certain number of young uh, black South Africans, particularly unemployed uh, graduates. We mm. do not stop there. We stop all labor broken, we stop outsourcing, we insource employees and give them all the benefits that are due to them. We are saying as Black First Memphis that we do not even have our own banks in the country because of the uneven ownership, who owns the means of production and the government of the day having failed to reverse some of these 
apartheid uh, um, injustices that were supposed to have been corrected long time ago. We are saying, as Black First Land First, compel companies, particularly in the city of Johannesburg, engage the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, legislate and, and, and pass into law that companies that are doing uh, businesses, conducting their businesses in the economic hub of the country, we have to see the return in mm. investment. And the greatest return in investment is to employ people who are sure. without jobs in this country. Okay, pause there for a second, uh, Zanel, uh, because we're going to come back. Uh, I mean, I'm quite interested in that proposal around the municipal bank uh, and uh, also some of the other uh, things that you're suggesting around rehabilitation centers and a few other elements. But let me bring in uh, 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 So, Budi, yeah. you are suggesting as uh, the uh, ATM... Uh, that, uh, you know, on the economic front, which is, I guess, also covers some of the areas that uh, Zanele has covered, that uh, a big part of your manifesto is around local economic development uh, and also ensuring and uh, the encouragement and support of local manufacturing. How are you going to do this? Yes, yes, yes. No, that's correct, my brother. You see, uh, our position is, to SMEs as well, sure. that uh, should they also be able to buy municipalities. Let's do this, man. Let's pause slightly because Melis Hamas ate all. But when we come back, I'll allow you to complete that point. Sure. Yeah, we're also out on our studio line there on 089-110-3377. This evening, we speak as part of our electoral coverage to Black First Land First and the African Transformation Movement. And joined by Zanele Luana and Sbusiso Mwabe, respectively, from the two organizations. Babu Mwabe, please complete the point you were making, which I think was an important point around cooperatives and how we support them. Yes, our, our municipalities must will or, or the, the local ones. Mm, mm. Talk, talk to me just briefly, uh, uh, I mean, just while we are on that point, and we'll come back, Zanele, on the similar issues around, you know, the economic program at a local level of the BLF. Okay. But in the case of the ATM, uh, uh, I'm interested in how much of that would sit outside of the powers of a councillor or even the powers of a local uh, 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 municipality, especially if you win certain wards, but you're not a majority in the council, or even if you are a majority in the council, but uh, some of the levers of that are sitting at provincial and national level where there might be another organization in power. Well, uh, Zanel, let me bring you in here, because I think, you know, the same question uh, that I've just posed to Obamunwab uh, is also relevant in your case. Um, I mean, I spoke about the municipality bank initially, uh, but if I think also about some of the issues you're raising, not just around evictions, but even housing waiting lists, uh, you know, the, the issue of the informal settlement upgrade, uh, and then, of course, uh, also the uh, uh, provisioning of uh, critical infrastructure, Wi-Fi, you know, rehabilitation centers, uh, and even recreational facilities as well. All of those might sit, or the budgets might sit, and the capacity, personnel-wise, might sit in other parts of government. Uh, how would uh, a BLF council or BLF, you know, councillors deal with that? Yeah, um, I think um, even there not be a government that responds with rubber bullets. We cannot be a government that criminalizes the poor while there is more than overwhelming evidence that government today, in particular the ANC and the DA, have failed to to fast-track service delivery to our people. We should, we want to be a party at a municipal level that when communities have grievances, we are able to initiate a response system within 24 hours. 
and treating our people uh, with dignity. We also are quite vocal and, and we believe that we cannot say we are uh, the natives of this country. We want to own land. We want to own means of production, but we do not even own township economy. So we say in our elections battle plan, preserve township economy for black people, South Africans, who are based in those particular areas. Let us make sure that majority of ownership and businesses operating at the township level are owned by the residents, by black people of this country. We know there is a big challenge where, because of white monopoly capital, we have these big retailers and malls within the township, and we don't see return in investment. So all we are saying as black first men first, if it needs, if needs be, these big companies should franchise their companies and black people who, who have business aspirations and are qualifying so should have the opportunity to acquire some of these businesses so that we may be able to see black people uh, participating in the economy. It is just not fair that 97% uh, ownership in terms of companies currently listed on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, they are white-owned and only 3% is black, and this includes colors and Indians. Mm. We are a party... That, that, that does not want to use the pain of our people to get into political office for our own self-interest, but we want uh, to service the nation. And we believe that if there is a political will, if we adopt principles of Thomas Sangara, of saying all politicians from the president of the country to a ward councillor, mm. use the public services, that you provide to the people. We believe, as Black First Land First, that as a nation, we would then see a drastic increase in the conditions of our collapsing public hospital, our dysfunctional public school, our public transport system, and, and any services that are due to our people. We want to propose minimum wage where people can be able to at least make and meet on basic needs. We are currently speaking with the situation where politicians insult the intelligence of our people. Where young people, and some of them went to school, they have to rely on now COVID relief grants of 350. Not even a ward councillor can live on 350 a month. So we want to be an organization represented at a municipal level to show this nation that a new future can be imagined and we only need bold men and women who are going to stand on the side of black people. Mm, mm. Maybe just uh, another one there, Zanele, before I, I, I come back to Uputisbusis uh, or there. You also, I guess, uh, have the service compact that uh, you're calling for uh, and uh, calling also for the implementation of the Sankara Oath. Uh, what is that? And more importantly, what implication does it have at a local level for some of those who have been entrusted with, uh, uh, I guess, responsibility to lead? Yeah, um, at a municipal really, and at a municipal level, really, it means that all public servants, including the cleaner, including the the, the ward councillor, should be compelled by law to use uh, the services, the very same services that they provide uh, uh, to the people. We the reason we think 
uh, we strongly believe as an organization that this should be a way forward. We were campaigning in Mfuleni municipality on Saturday. We were on a street where the house of a ward councillor is. On the side of the street where the house of the ward councillor is, there is electricity. On the other side of the street where the, the other people live who don't matter, the forgotten, they have not had electricity for a period of six months. So all we are saying is that only when public servants do not have special privileges, only when public servants do not have a plan B, do not in the back of their mind uh, 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 get into a conclusion that at least I am safe, I do not have to go to a collapsing Tendisa clinic where people have been killed, where people have been starved uh, with hunger, they have died, and no one has uh, has accounted, and we have not seen any uh, consequences. So really, at the, at the, within the DNA of the Sankara Oath, it is to say, assuming public, public office, it is not about you and your family and your children, but it is, made, it is service to the community and at a broader level service to the nation. Mm-hmm. It can't be that the ministers or the councillors, they drive the biggest Mercedes-Benz and BMWs, and they go and campaign in Alexandria, where they have left to people for so many years to live on, on top of each other with rent. Uh, it cannot be tolerated, and we believe as black persons only if pol- politicians and public servants are compelled by law, the Sankara Oath becomes a contract between the public servants and the institution, that they will have absolute faith in the services that they provide to the people, and they will be the first mm. to use them. But what is Yes, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, when we think about some of the, the things that uh, Mrs. Zanele have, has shared, uh, mm. this whole idea of ethical and a servant type of leadership, um, I mean, it's a big part of what you say in your manifesto. And I want you to touch on that, but I also want to t- you to touch on something else that I certainly haven't seen in many of the manifestos we've looked at, which is um, this deep dive into some of the ecological questions. I mean, you want to monitor and surveil water quality. You want to employ health inspectors. You want to make sure that there's some uh, monitoring of waste management and uh, refuse systems and the identification of other risks to our environment uh, that uh, I guess are within the purview of local government. Talk us through that. Well, on that, um, it's when we speak about promoting a healthy and environmentally protected community. You know, especially in urban areas, my brother, there are communities who stay next to the, the factories, the industries. Especially if you go to Clearwood in Debe, Montclair in Debe, you find that there are more paper companies there and, uh, and other that pollute the air. And you find that in about five or ten years' time, people start to be, to be ill because of those things. That's what we are talking about, that it cannot be possible under our municipality. That companies just come and open wherever they want to run their business, putting at risk the life, the health system of the people. Some of these things, they contaminate the water around those, those areas. So these are the things that also we are looking at that should we get powers to run these municipalities, we'll be able to 
hire people who with specialized skills, who will look at that situation and what should happen and how can maybe those companies be moved from that area. But again, let me talk on what you see Zanella spoke about as well. Mm. Above all, those are the people who gave you this job. What is part of the job anyway that uh, you are doing as a counselor? So those are the things that you are promoting. You serve people equally, regardless of their party affiliation. Those are the things that we inculcate to our people, to our candidates, to portray. And a, a person must get what he or she deserves according to the criteria of the municipality that is there. No bribery, no special favors of some sort that our councillors will take. We reject those things. I want us to pause here for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. When we come back, we take some voice notes and uh, yeah, we also continue with our discussion with uh, okay. the African Transformation Movement and Black First, Land First. Right, uh, from the 15 points to fix the local government, here PLF sure, Pura. is uh, point number three and point number 11. Mm. Point number 11 that talks about building community awareness through the arts and sport and uh, number three, which means that uh, give land to the landless and um, the landlessness of black people and mm. the landlessness of the black church, these they go together, my brother. So thanks a lot to the BLF for the 15 points and uh, these points can fix the local government. Thanks a lot. Shopura. Yeah, so uh, let's take a listen to uh, some of the other voice notes uh, that uh, we've got there. Hi, Ayabonga. This is formed hmm? by factionalism, which was formed by the Guptas, hmm. which was financed by corrupt money. So there is nothing that they will tell us. It is a Mickey Mouse manifesto that they are talking about. It's a copyright of other political party manifestos. So they, they must not waste our time. You know, they must not even waste the time of appearing on the ballot papers huh? because people who will vote for them are people who are being financed by the Guptas, but who are being financed by ANN7. So they must not waste our time. Thank you. Hey, ANN7. Hey, Kawe. You know, listening to politicians, I don't think we are going anywhere. I mean, if a person is unemployed and he go around conversing and say he's going to get you uh, a job, if he himself or herself cannot get a job herself, how is she going to do it? I mean, this business of politicians coming saying we will employ qualified people. I mean, most of these guys have very little knowledge of what exactly is happening on the ground. It's not time for us maybe to come up with a system where we get rid of this uh, political whatever in on local level because they know absolutely nothing. In actual mm-hmm. fact, they encourage people to occupy land and we have mushrooming uh, an informal settlement. That's why you listen to these people say the councillor is seeing this side mm-hmm. and that side there's no electricity. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is she going to do? make sure that these people who are not paying electricity I mean, it's time. Maybe it's time for for us to to think about the system yeah. where we we get rid of these politicians and maybe employ administrators. I'm I'm not Thanks. in favor now of this thing, uh, this despondency uh, with politics. You know, people saying, "Yeah, well, you know, let's give up on." I think the issue that we have 
is that, you know, uh, many people will say, yeah, well, political parties aren't the vehicle that is a correct vehicle to achieve whatever it is people want. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you know, uh, we're going to resolve that by standing on the sidelines and hoping that there will be some benevolent administrator that's going to resolve these uh, issues. Without activity, be it in civic spaces or even in party political spaces, we're not going to solve these issues uh, because uh, politicians themselves aren't, aren't coming from Mars. You know, these are people who are in our communities, in our homes, in our families. Uh, and in many ways, I think this idea that we can outsource our political power um, you know, every once in a while to political organizations, I think is where the bigger problem is. And we need to resolve that. I think on the, on the occupations of land, right, bro, there's a lot of land hunger in South Africa. You know, you can't blame people for going and occupying land. I mean, I heard from somebody the other day that, you know, apparently there's an informal settlement out in the Western Cape called COVID-19, uh, which indicates that it's a rather recent phenomenon uh, because every single day, there are people who are arriving, they're looking for economic opportunity. And a big part of the problem is uh, the distribution of economic opportunity in our society and uh, where that happens. And let me bring you in on that issue because um, you raise a similar issue around a reinvestment in industrialization, especially in many of the rural areas in the former TBVC states. How are ATM councillors going to agitate and influence the direction of that? Well, number one, brother, you study the area, you do the assessment of that particular society, especially in the rural areas. What is best in the society? You know, in other rural areas, they might be best in cattle, some in uh, vegetable planting, and, 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 and other things. You look at what the society is best producing, and then you look at how as municipality can now promote that to the level of getting... Um, um, access to market. Because can I, I tell you that our people really should not be regarded as lazy people. There is a lot that they are doing, but their frustration is when to take this out to generate income to access the market. And that's the competence of each municipality. Because municipality is able to do expos, to invite big businesses, to invite other critical sectors to come and see what is being done mm. in that particular society. So that is what we are saying. The LED, the local economic development of municipality, must be the most efficient unit, must be the most efficient department in uplifting the, 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 the society, especially economically. Those, because if you don't address economy, rural economy, you will always have problems in urban areas where you have shakes, um, uh, uh, squatter camps and oh, because people are coming up to get cleaner pastures, there's nothing they can do in rural areas. Mm. Now, when we speak of uh, township economy, our government must also include a rural economy because you would have frustration if you address one sector in the urban areas. People will come up. Let the economy benefit the people wherever they are. That is what uh, we are saying with the ATM. Mm. But if you still have time, I would have loved to comment on that uh, voice note that there are political parties and all that. Well, again, 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 I comment on that one, and I'll also get a comment from Zanele on the same issue. Yes, I, I will urge my, I will urge our people to be independent thinkers. There are many things that are pure newspaper allegations, which have not been proven to this stage. For example, us as ATM. We are not a breakaway of any party. 
were formed by independent churches of South Africa, different indigenous churches in this country. We are not financed by anyone, whether in Dubai or in Stellenbosch. That, 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 those are not our masters. Mm. We are financed by our own people. The media has tried to link us to some of the leaders, but to this day, it has never been proven. We are not the section of any party. We are not the clique of any organization. We are independent organization okay. with its own constitution mm. formed by church members. Sure. You know, there was a much excitement about the Gupta's blah, blah, blah. But our people must ask, who is owning means of production in this country? Mm. It's not the Gupta's. Why are you not talking about those ones? Okay. Because the media is being handled by those ones, Babu they are not talking about themselves. Yeah, Babu Mwabe, let's pause here. Ah. We qu- quickly need to take a, a spot break, but when we come back, Zanele now in the Funuku of Aglendo, yes. Seven minutes it is uh, before 9 p.m. And uh, yeah, we're reaching the tail end of our discussion with uh, the African Transformation Movement and the BLF. And uh, joined by Smusi uh, Somnwabe, uh, National Spokesperson of the ATM and uh, Deputy President of Black First Land First, uh, Zanele Luana. Zanele, you would have heard that uh, voice note there from uh, that fellow saying, you know, Ninzi Taklesha, you are, you know, uh, ANN7 formed or, you know, formed by the Guptas uh, and uh, effectively are not programmed. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go to the ANN7. Nitin? That caller, you can sounded very deep danger to himself. <laughs> he sounds like he belongs to that political organization in which its very founding documents were drafted by my comrade, Metama, who is the president of BLF. You know what? We are very proud of the kind of organization that we are. We unapologetically stand on the side of black people. Uh, we know that uh, some of our own brothers and sisters stand in defense of people who are guilty of crimes against humanity, and we will continue educating our people. We respect the constituency of this organization, and we believe that on the 1st of November, they will go all out in their numbers and vote for this organization of uh, black people. Um, I also value, in fact, my experience uh, on NNN7, because as things stand, in fact, in this country, you do not have alternative media, any platform that has a dissenting voice, any platform that says black is not corrupt, any platform that says it can be that the minority owns everything, we know that they are stigmatized, they are portrayed in in, in a certain kind of way. So we have no problem with that. All we are saying as Black First Land First is that our people really need to change their voting patterns. They must give an organization such as Black First Land First a chance. We are going to put at the forefront the land redistribution program that has been betrayed by the main political parties in this country. We are going to continue to press and say that it can't be that one individual or an individual family owns vast uh, land as big as Soweto while there are people living on top of each other like sardines. We are going to put at the forefront the black agenda that everyone has been trying 
to sweep under the carpet. We are going to prioritize service delivery and, and, and restoring dignity on the side of our people. We don't care uh, what people uh, uh, who are sent or, 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 or have certain perceptions about our organization. We know the kind of organization that the organization that we have built. We know the, the, the message that we carry into the nation. We recognize that our people hear our message and they will not, uh, 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 not they will not uh, be put the organization in a position where they, we, we, we do not defend the right uh, to dignity and truth and, and, and we go and, and fill the polls on the 1st of November. In South Africa, you need an organization such as Black First Network. We are not handled by anyone. We are the only organization in this country that says, as, as you are obsessing about the so-called rookers, mm. investigate the rookers, investigate the Oppenheimers. Steinhoff was on holiday while other people have been in jail, while struggle stalwarts have been imprisoned without trial in this country. Mm. So we believe in the message that we carry to the nation and we carry the aspirations and hopes of black people. Okay, thank you very much for that, Zanele. Uh, so let's give you the last word. Unfortunately, yeah, we uh, smack bang out of time. Uh, just uh, briefly, I guess uh, you have responded to the issues that were raised there, but also yeah. uh, uh, just uh, the parting message uh, to uh, many of uh, the South African electorate uh, who uh, I guess uh, will yeah. be coming across uh, the uh, colors of the ATM on the ballot box. Yes, let me just finish one sentence I, I could touch on that our municipalities will work closely with traditional leaders and religious uh, leaders in our own municipalities. We will end the unnecessary politics between traditional leaders and councillors. A traditional leader is the senior leader in any uh, nation. That one was, we are the party that values African roots as well. But let me close by saying, we urge our people to give us a chance as the ATM this is our first local government election that we are contesting. But in 2019, we were able to get two seats in the National Assembly, one seat in the Eastern Cape, one seat in Natal. And we thank our people for that and we believe that this time they will give us a chance also to work for them to be their servants and change the corrupt leadership in our municipality. We are advocating for a clean governance and the country governance in the municipality. We urge for that opportunity just to make sure that we are really bringing dignity to the work of the municipalities mm-hmm. and council. That one we are going to do as long as our people give us that chance. National Spokesperson of ATM, thank you very much for your time. And Zanele uh, Luana, Deputy President of the BLF, uh, thanks uh, to you for also taking time out to speak to us. And I wish uh, the uh, pair of your organizations, the BLF and the ATM, all of the best uh, in the thank upcoming you. elections. And uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you make of that? Uh, would love to hear your perspectives uh, on that. And not only that, of course, uh, many of the other conversations that we've had with different political parties will continue with that tomorrow as well as uh, we uh, prepare ourselves and better inform you as uh, you make your decision on where to put your mark on that ballot paper.
9 p.m. is the time now. The man with uh, all of the music is here. Sentle is with us from 9 to midnight. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Hook you up on Bonagut Kubela and Nangoku Saibanga. Lay Kunun.